stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite World Talk radio shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from what I usually call sunny Arizona, but today it isn't. And tonight we're supposed to have a freeze. Imagine that. You know, we'll all have to get out um, hot water bottles for our feet or some lovely thing to make our feet warm and um, pretend that it's all sunshiny. We're not used to this. We, we don't uh, quite know how to deal with it. I think it's lovely to have the change and and most of us too. Now it's it's good to be back to business as usual after the holidays. You know things are settling down now. Uh, resolutions have been made, and probably many of them have already been broken. And and if you've already broken yours, don't worry about it. Just start all over again with good intention. Do the best you can do. Uh, we always do the best we can do. So cut yourself some slack there. Now, today we're going to be talking about self-esteem, and I think it's a good thing to talk about at the beginning of a new year. Now, let me ask you this. If somebody asks you how much you like yourself, what would your answer be? Would you say, I love who I am, I love being me, or would you say, I don't like myself so much? On a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 the highest, where would you rate how much you like you? Now, how does liking or not liking yourself affect your life? Now, go on the self-improvement blog and read some of the articles that we have there on self-esteem. There's one today written by our guest on self-esteem. Um, you'll also see the review of his book about self-esteem for teen girls. We have a whole whole section of self-esteem articles and I encourage you to read those. I encourage you to today to read about our guest. Look at the YouTube videos. He refers to them in his book. Uh, I think two of them are done by Dove, who has a program to help raise self-esteem in girls. Uh, it's a, it's a topic that we all need to be concerned about because today's girls are tomorrow's women. And women have a huge impact on society. 
And women who have low self-esteem have a tough time. Now, one of the problems we're seeing more and more in our culture is an increase in poor self-esteem, particularly among women. Uh, it's estimated that 7 to 10 girls believe they're not good enough. 7 to ten, out of 10, imagine, are not good enough and don't measure up in some way. You know, uh, looks, performance in school, relationships with friends and family members, they just don't feel like they're as good as everybody else. 75% of girls with low self-esteem reported engaging in negative activities such as eating disorders, cutting, bullying, smoking, drinking, uh, when they're feeling bad about themselves. Michael Lawrence, after 13 years of working with teens, has written Self-Esteem, A Teen's Guide for Girls, to address this issue and gives girls the necessary tools to help them raise their self-esteem and their self-confidence. And trust me, these girls need tools. They need good, solid help. Michael Lawrence is a holistic health practitioner, self-esteem coach, and mentor, and a self-help author. He has over 35 years' experience as a holistic health practitioner, with a B.A. in Sacred Healing, and he is a certified Bowen Work Practitioner. As a personal growth seminar leader, he's taught in the United States, Canada, and Brazil for over 20 years, and as a residential coach and mentor, has over 13 years' experience teaching teens self-awareness, self-esteem, and self-reliance. And, and that's not an easy job. Those of you who've worked with teens know that you know, sometimes it can be a, a huge challenge. He's the author of Emotional Health, The Secret for Freedom from Drama, Trauma, and Pain, and, of course, his latest book, which is on Kindle, Self-Esteem, A Teen's Guide for Girls. Michael, welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you, Irene. You know, it's good to have you back. We had you here before talking about uh, your book, The Secret from the um, uh, Emotional Health book. I love, I love the, the subtext, The Secret for Freedom, of Freedom from Drama, Trauma, and Pain. I, I love that. Yeah. Um, you've been on with this before, but for those people who haven't had the privilege of hearing you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, Irene, you, you've covered it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, one, <coughs> <clears throat> One thing I, I want to point out, you know, sometimes we have people who call themselves experts on something they've really never experienced. Like we have people who have never had a weight problem in their life telling obese people how to lose weight and get fit. Right. It's always kind of a joke. But you've experienced problems with self-esteem. Now, on your website, you told us uh, how you held your emotions in and... Um, then you said, I emerged from a long journey of 40 years learning how to recognize, feel, heal, and express my emotions in a healthy way. Uh, and that was all wrapped up in some self-esteem issues. Tell us a little bit about that so the, the listeners know that you truly do know what you're talking about. 
Um, yes. Um, actually, I struggled with self-esteem, low self-esteem, and codependency issues uh, for two-thirds of my life. And I started out in a family where my father was alcoholic, so I chose to go invisible and not speak just for self-preservation. And um, because of my, I believe because of my father felt so badly about himself that I took on that feeling within myself. And as a, as a teenager, as a young teenager, I, recognized, I felt really bad all the time. And I had a lot of critical thoughts. Uh, putting myself down, which I didn't know where they came from. They were just, they like, they lived there like they'd moved in and they were family. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, so nobody came to me and said, Michael, you don't seem to be looking that great, feeling that great. You know, maybe there's, uh, you know, you're not feeling great. Maybe there's some some issues there. That just didn't happen in those days. And, no, it didn't, did it? And now at least we're open to noticing that people are having some struggles. Right, right. And since the 80s with the recognition of what codependency is and and nowadays with uh, particular teenage girls and, and young women and even older women, uh, because of society objectifies the, the female and sexualizes them and we're given all these, these false messages through the media Women and young girls tend to believe these messages that, oh, that model, she looks great. I'd like to look like her. You know, I'd like to be thin like her and, and all that kind of stuff, and it's very unhealthy. But let's get back to you for a little minute because you said something extremely important uh, on your website that I think people need to hear. You talked about how, learning to express your emotions. And many of these girls who have such profound self-esteem problems cannot express their emotions. How did you learn to do this? <laughs> well, I went from being rock hard, uh, not expressing my emotions at all because I was afraid to express my emotions because I be- falsely believed that Whatever I thought or felt would not be acceptable. Even in my relationships with women, I went for a long time. Uh, it, it is, it, it's not, there's no quick answer to this. Um, I've spent my life exploring the, you know, emotional, uh, the, the aspects of emotion. And getting back to the, I'll, I'll address this question, and getting back to the young girls, what we say is they don't have a voice. They don't know how to express themselves. No, and, it, and it's and it and it's a major, major healing when they can start to begin to express their their voice of what they think and what they feel. And and it, and as I'll probably emphasize later on or towards the end of the show, uh, it's it's um, for parents to encourage them. And it, the parent doesn't have to agree with what the girls with what their daughters say. They just have to be there and listen, and I want to talk about that more later on. So my emotions, when I was about 33 and I kept my emotions inside, I actually worked at a, at a group home for teenagers, and I felt some, some pains in my chest, and I wasn't having a heart attack or anything like that, but I felt some discomfort in my chest for some time, and I thought, you know, uh, I'm probably headed for a heart attack. 
one of the one of the many things that I did, and I, it's a long story, but I went. I lived in in Edmonton, Alberta. I went to Los Angeles, California, and I got involved with the Center for Feeling Therapy. Which, oh, which was perfect. A, yes, which was a psychological group, and they had a they had a community of about three hundred people. And I went through two months of intensive therapy every day, and that started to crack open my emotions. So and that how I, was your chest pain then? Well, the chest pain after that, I didn't have that concern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were about to explode, weren't you? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, there's probably, you know, if I address the men uh, with the stress levels and, you know, uh, feeling stress and tension in, the, in, their, in their bodies, not just their chest or whatever, if there, there's, your body is saying there needs to, there's something going on here and there needs to be some expression. And um, and then so that was that was the beginning of my journey. Now you were already you were already having trouble with emotions, not able to express yourself, still in some self esteem uh, challenges yeah. when you dis- when you were become when you were a residential coach. Oh, Is when that- I was a residential coach, no, uh, I I've, I've been around. Well, at the beginning, at, at the, the beginning, beginning, I worked for three and a half years as as a as a residential coach, and then came back to that uh, about ten years ago. So there was this period in between. So the period in between, uh, I really uh, developed my self esteem to a high level, and and for a, a long period of years, uh, over. Learned how to overcome my uh, codependent behavior, and that was a big challenge for you because well, codependency. You, you... And the thing with codependency is, like self-esteem. I didn't know I had low self-esteem. I just said to myself, "I am the lowest man on the totem pole." <laughs> exactly. I'm not good enough. Right. You know. Right. And one of the problems when you feel that way is you're afraid to speak up because you know you're going to be wrong. Yeah, that's you true. Know, right. You know you're going to be wrong, and people might laugh at you, which is one of the worst things that, at that point that you think could possibly happen. Right, to especially you, as a teenager. I mean, you feel, you feel shame intensely. Yeah, and it's enough to turn you inside out. So what led you, after you got finished with, with this it, in criti- critically important work for you, what led you to go back to coaching? Did you know you came back with a whole new skill set? Well, I came back with a new skill set, <clears throat> and I actually, before I went back into the residential coaching, um, I I spent about uh, uh, probably about five or six years just focusing on writing. Developing another skill. I never considered I was a writer. Now consider that I never, uh, had a voice in the family. <laughs> exactly. A, a writer has to, you know, develop a voice, have a voice. And you, you, when did you start leading seminars and, and workshops and doing that sort of work? I actually started my first seminars in 1991. I, uh, to make a long story short, I, uh, I had taken people on, on spiritual, emotional tours to different sacred sites 
in Arizona and Colorado and New Mexico and things like that. And uh, some of the people I was working with, they said, we're going to go to India to visit Sai Baba. <laughs> ah. And I went over there and spent a month there and um, um, actually got to touch his feet, which is a, a um, what can I say, a blessing. <laughs> it's it a blessing, a yes. And then when I came back to L.A., I broke out in boils on my fingers and my buttocks for about two months because I was going through a, a, a major uh, intense detoxification because of my experience with Sai Baba. So you had some some serious healing done. You you, you yes. did your own emotional work, and then you had some, some serious physical, emotional yes. healing take place, and absolutely you would detox. So now you're really ready to get going, and, and I want to hear more about your work and then and, and work with the teens uh-huh. when we come back. It's time for us okay. to go to break. Thank we'll you. be back with more with Michael Lawrence in a minute, so stay tuned. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at World Talk Radio. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at World Talk Radio and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Are you where you want to be in life? Are you experiencing the happiness that you're entitled to? How'd you like to improve your life and well-being? Take a weekly break to listen to Change Your Mind, Change Your Life with your hosts, Jim and Lynn Swearingen. You'll learn how hypnosis can truly help you rewrite the chapters of your life. You'll also learn to change perceptions of what hypnosis is and what it isn't. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the self-improvement show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Michael Lawrence. We've been talking about his early days as a um, counselor with um, residential uh, girls and the healing that took place in his own life to allow him to raise his self-esteem, to uh, continue in more powerful uh, venues of work. And now he's written a book about self-esteem for teens, uh, particularly girls, and I really want to talk about that, Michael. I think okay. it's such sure. an important topic. And your book has so many helps 
for girls. Let's start out by asking you to tell us how people can reach you and how they can get your book. I understand it's only on Kindle. Yeah, it's on on Amazon. And let me explain. You don't have to have a Kindle. If you have a Kindle, that's great. Uh, if you have a computer, when you go to Amazon and download a, download a book, you can get a free Kindle app for your computer. And it works beautifully. Yeah, so there, there's, you know, you're not limited in any way just because no. you don't have a Kindle. And the glory of this is the price is lower, and I can't imagine that there's anybody who can't afford to get your book. Yeah, I put the price specifically it's... low because I wanted, you know, uh, teen girl, teenage girls in, in particular to be able to afford to buy it, as well as parents. I mean, we talk about it's called Self-Esteem, uh, A Teen's Guide for Girls. And you say, well, that's teenagers. That doesn't involve me. Well... That involves parents too. If you know what's going on with your with your with your daughter, and and you 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 know understand these concepts, you can help her. And I've had parents that have read the book and said this is a great book for parents, for for women, and for girls. It's a great book for anybody, Ashley Michael, because the things that you teach, you know, the principles that you give, the resources that you have on there, the exercises that you have can apply to anybody, even boys, men, anybody who is struggling with self-esteem. They just need to read the word boy instead of girl, although there are some issues that are specific to girls and women that you address, but the principles are the same. And and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's an down-to-earth, Easy to read book by somebody who's been there. Let's just put it there. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's not one of these pie in the sky kind of things that gives you exercises that never matter. Everything he has in that book is designed to help you, yeah. and it does. <clears throat> no, um, it does. T- let's talk a little bit about. How how we got to this situation with teens? What are the most impactful things on the self esteem, uh, self image uh, of of young women today, of, of girls? Well, <clears throat> I I would say their body image. Um, yeah how how can how can they not be impacted by what they see everywhere? Right. Because our, our role model is the TV or the movie star or the famous, uh, you know, actress, musician, and the girls see that when they, when they see these, these young women or women on uh, TV or in the movies or on magazines or in teen magazines, they look gorgeous. <laughs> you know, they got beautiful makeup, you know, expensive clothes. They're ultra thin, you know. They're perfect. They're perfect. <laughs> uh, by the way, I have on my website the um, video of how, what they do to make somebody look like that. You know right. how they do her makeup, her right. clothes, and then how they Photoshop the the photo so it looks completely different. I mean, you wouldn't know that's the same human right. they started yeah. with. Yeah, there's actually a YouTube video. That. I have the link in my book. Which, <clears throat> if you look at, you see the person be- before and you see them after they're photoshopped. I think that's where I got the link. Was right. Yeah, out and there's like probably a dozen website. or two dozen uh, different women in there. And so, if 
one thing to parents that parents can help their teenage daughters who are struggling with self-esteem is educate them about what is true about you know these media images and what is false and to teach them about photoshopping and actually you know um, look at some of these videos where it's very visual of what is being done yeah but but just even looking watching the girls on the programs you know who are so incredibly thin right and you know we're holding them up as examples of you know how our daughters are supposed to be you know, i i can't believe how many children and i mean literally children 10 year olds have already been on diets right i mean they're not they're not heavy no and you know? i worked when i worked in the um let me <clears throat> before i say that I'm going to give you, uh, uh, your listeners and yourself, a statistic. The perfect fashion model weighs 115 pounds and stands 5 feet 8 inches tall. The average North American woman weighs 144 pounds and stands 5 feet 3 inches tall. Now, how are you going to compete with that? You know, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Right. And if they, if they know... If they just had any idea the pain some of these models go through, yes. the eating disorders right. that they have, you know, the emotional pain to stay there, the fear that they're going to gain one little pound. Right. Um, all of that goes with that. Uh, and our teens think that's how we want them to be. Right, right. Uh, there's a picture, I've had it on the blog before, of a, a very, very thin young woman looking in the mirror and looking back at her as a very heavy right. young woman. She sees herself as huge. Right. And she is so thin that you know, she, she looks like a skeleton. Yeah. And so, that's really what they're seeing these days when they look in the mirror. Right. And it goes, these messages, these media messages go into their unconscious and they don't even know that they're being affected that way. They just know, I don't look as thin as I'm supposed to, to be accepted. And, and there's been research done that even when a girl reduces weight and looks in the mirror, she will see her old self. Because internally, the, the beliefs have not changed. Right. Or she'll even see herself as fatter. Mm. Oh, at least she certainly doesn't see herself as thin or beautiful. No, no. And um, in relationship to that, I've worked with anywhere groups of girls, 60 to 120 girls. Um, on a campus at a time. Now, I didn't personally work with all of those, but I, you know, had some interaction, knew what was going on with the things. Majority of those girls were girls between 13 to 17. <clears throat> Majority of those girls thought they were overweight. And you or I or a parent would look at these, could look at these girls and say, you're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, I don't see any excess you know, uh, flesh on you, and the girl had it in her mind that she was overweight. Yep. And and how do you help them? 
Well, I mean, I think that from a from hearing it from a man would be very helpful. Right. Now, I don't see you as heavy. I don't see you as fat. Right. You know, can, try to see yourself through my eyes. You know, look at your measurements. Here they are. You know, let's you know, let's get some reality here. I would think hearing that from a man, yeah, would be more helpful than hearing it from a woman instructor. Yeah, um, you know, I'll answer that question. And and when I first uh, 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 wrote my book, and I had uh, on Facebook, and I put out I was uh, a man writing a <laughs> a book about self esteem for teenage girls, and she said, "Yeah, a man." Uh, you know what's you know how can a man know about teenage girls isn't that kind of strange <laughs> why would it be strange i i don't i don't know anyway <clears throat> it's your answer to your question is very complex there's no uh simple simple answers i uh, i start out with a a couple of main things is um is teaching them how to love themselves which is which is the core uh, core uh, of their, you know, feeling bad about themselves, and you can't just come to a young girl and say, "Okay, now why don't you just start loving yourself?" Or saying, "You know, look at you're beautiful, or you got this quality, you're a great athlete, you're smart." Uh, when you got low self-esteem, that doesn't have a lot of impact. Yeah, and it's helpful. I mean, I'm I'm saying I'm going to say to parents, yes. Uh, praise your daughters, encourage your daughters, uh, focus on their fi- on their good points. And in the unconscious, when we believe that we're not good enough, that we're not lovable, that's going to constantly erode whatever other positive uh, comments and praise are given. Um, right. So it's a critical, unconscious critical thoughts that we have. Now, one of the things you start out with is the struggle for self-identity. You, can you you can't really have self-esteem until you have some idea who you are. Yeah, and that's something that develops over time. Uh, again, like self-esteem, that's not a uh, quick overnight thing. Uh, the the important thing is is to have a desire to want to know who you are, uh, and a desire to feel better about yourself, a desire to 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 improve how you feel about yourself and love yourself. And hold that thought, Michael. We're going to go to break, and when we come back, we'll talk more with Michael Lawrence about self-esteem and the teenage girl. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword World Talk Radio. Step up to the microphone. View the finalists right now on VoiceAmericaKids.tv. America's next great star is waiting to be discovered. Step up to the microphone is an exclusive presentation for VoiceAmerica.tv, where you can see and hear America's next top child star. The program is hosted by Voice America's own Cassie Frazier, and new episodes will be available every week exclusively at VoiceAmericaKids.tv. You can say you saw them at the beginning of their superstar career. Tune in to VoiceAmericaKids.tv. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. 
show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. My guest today is Michael Lawrence, and we've been talking about self-esteem for teenage girls. Um, we've been talking about his book uh, ra- uh, on raising self-esteem for teenagers. We've been talking about some of the effects of the media. One of the things that surprised me that you talk about is the effect of their own magazines that erode their self-esteem. How do teenage magazines erode their self-esteem? What are they doing? I haven't seen one for a while. Um, well, ba- the basic, the basic um, way that the teen mag- magazines affect young girls is the same way that uh, that the celebrity women affect young girls is that they look so great, and so the images that are and the women and the girls that are going to be in these teen magazines are going to look fantastic. And and then the girl's going to think, oh, I want to look that way. Yeah, and I can never look like that. Right. No, you can't because you almost have to be deformed to look like that after they <laughs> photoshopped you. Right. <laughs> you can't ever look like that. <laughs> That's probably a good thing. Yeah, Except, there's... Um, there's a site called um, HeyUgly or Ugly.org. Right. And it's a wonderful site for teenage girls. They've got a lot of good stuff on there on, on uh, celebrities talking about the struggles they had with self-esteem and, and uh, you know, uh, bodies that aren't conformed to society's standards. And, and um, I remember one celebrity said, you know, I used to feel really bad about my big thighs, and now I just love them, because <laughs> that's who she is. And your quotes in there, are, in your book, are wonderful, and there's one after another by yeah. celebrities that every teenage girl would recognize, right. and, and they're so supportive. How do they find ugly? Ugly is wonderful. Unique, gifted, lovable you. Dot com. Is it U-G-L-I dot com or dot org? L-G-L-Y dot org, yeah. Because, you know, I did look at that, and and it is is really a good website. It's wonderful, yes. When you get a group of girls, you know, are are you working in a, um, uh, um, what do I want to say? Uh, a residential coach now? Or are you? I, I did. I did for ten years, and 
last March I resigned, so I'm long, no longer working in that in that. So you're you're seeing groups of girls now. Well, I, I did I, for five years as I when I worked in the residential setting. I put together a self-esteem program, taught it each Saturday for two hours for twelve weeks, and I did this on an ongoing basis. So when you get a group of girls and a new group, mm-hmm. where on earth do you start? I I start. <clears throat> I explain the concept of self-esteem. You know, I ask them what their understanding is, low self-esteem, high self-esteem. And the first exercise I give them is called the mirror exercise. And as you might imagine, it's using a mirror, uh, going to your bathroom and looking at yourself in the mirror. And the girls get a statement. It used to be, I love myself. And I've changed it over time to, I love you. Uh, and loving yourself is not about the outer appearance because we're all born with certain physical uh, qualities which we can uh, we have to live with we can change the way we feel about ourselves inside ourselves and that is the purpose of the self of the mere exercise is not to convince yourself that you love yourself, because at this point, you don't. A minimum of twice a day, morning and evening, it can be done more times, you go into the bathroom or wherever there's a mirror, or you probably want to have privacy, and you look at yourself in your eyes, and you say, I love you. What happens is, when you say that, some of the critical thoughts will come out and say, no, you're ugly. No, you got a mole on you. On your, you know, on your nose. You got a blemish here. That stuff will come out. Surface stuff will come out. Eventually, some of the deeper stuff will come out. So the purpose of the exercise is not to convince yourself that you love yourself. It is to start to bring the critical thoughts to more of your awareness. And, and everybody's going to know what some of these are. And there'll be other ones that are unconscious that you don't even know that are there. And how long do you have them do that? This is done for a minimum of 21 days. It has been shown that it takes a minimum of 21 days to form a new habit. That's 21 days in a row. So if you go for day 20 and you've done it every day, and on day 20 you forget, then you you don't, you know, just do one day. (laughs) You have to go back to day one. And start it all over because it takes that building of that energy for 21 days minimum to start to shift that thought pattern or that that uh, that habit. And do you find that most of them do this exercise? Well, it's a mixed bag. <laughs> yeah. Some girls will do it. The occasional girl will love it. Uh, <clears throat> some girls will put it off and put it off, and then eventually they'll click in and they'll do it. I get an occasional, I do usually a group of 20 girls, and occasionally there'll be one or two girls that just say, I can't do this. It just brings up too much feeling. I can't handle this. And I'll take them aside and, you know, we'll talk and, and whatever, adjust it a little bit for them or whatever. When they do it, they get results, even these girls that resist it. So typically, as parents know with teenage girls, you know, 
they're not going to be motivated to do, you know, most of them are right. not going to be that motivated. But I have, the, I had the group every week and talk to them in between and, you know, encourage them and, and, uh, you know, give them extra help. So in that situation, then they'll, they'll do it. Now you have them doing a lot of journaling as well. Do you have them journal how they feel about this mirror work uh, and what they're getting well, each usually time? Usually, what we do, they can journal. Usually, what we do is when we meet in the group, uh, we'll talk about it. You know, how is it going for you today? How many days have you done it? What's coming up for you? You know, what what is you know, where's the resistance? Those kinds of things. Journaling would be great. Journaling is great. Most of the the girls in a residential set, setting, the ones I worked with. That was part of their therapeutic work is to have a journal, and they had to have so many journal entries to go on to uh, to the next level. And most girls, in my experience, enjoy journaling. It's right. Private. This is you know like keeping a diary. Yeah, it's like a diary. They can write their thoughts. You know, they don't have to worry about you know anybody else reading it or that kind of thing. And that's why I put the journal exercises in um, to give the you know the girls and the readers of the book. An opportunity to take the concept that I've explained and apply it to their own life to bring themselves more uh, self-awareness and and healing. What are some of the other exercises you have them do that you find particularly helpful? I know these two have to be powerful for the girls. Well, I I spend a a lot of time examining critical thoughts, um, finding in a group of girls finding out what the most common critical thoughts are you know i don't i'm unlovable i'm not good enough you know these kinds of things and um we'll take a look at the at a critical thought a major critical thought and look at how true that is is it like you believe that 100 percent you believe that 50 percent and take a look at that and then take a look at what is your heart's desire, what I call a heart's desire? What is it that you want in a positive way that's, you know, the opposite of this, this critical thought? So if I don't love myself, it's going to be something like I'm lovable, I love myself, I'm, you know, choose to love myself, these, these kinds of things. <clears throat> because that's what we all want. We just don't know how to get there. And then when a critical thought comes up, you can choose to bring this other thought in. I am lovable. Uh, just during the day when you're walking around, you can journal, you can write it down. Uh, slowly over time, it will start to change. And it takes time. You know, of course. It, it takes would time be to nice if we could flip a switch. Yeah, we, we all like, you know, in, in Western society, the magic pill, give it to me, I don't have to do anything, pain is gone. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work that way. One no, of the and as things we know that... Is, as adults yeah. and having life experience, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. usually doesn't work that way. One of the things that I love that you said that I, I don't know that I would have thought of is to update their playlist. Mm-hmm. You know, t- talk a little bit about how they go about choosing new music because they all have an iPod hanging out of their ear. They all got an iPod out of one ear and a cell phone out of the other. Yeah. <laughs> I discovered with teenage girls, they love music, and they love the popular, you know, the the the, the songs that the teenage celebrities, uh, musicians 
sing. And so what I found is that not all those songs are negative. There are some great songs. And so when I um, teach a certain concept, I'll play two or three songs during, you know, an hour or hour and a half or so. That'll emphasize that concept. Give us an example of some of the music that you recommend for them. <clears throat> well, some and I, I use more updated. What's you know in the last year or two? Um, if Justin Bieber sang something to them, that all here. <laughs> yeah, Selena Gomez. Who says is is a song she has, and some of the words are "I am no beauty queen, I'm just beautiful me." So, I'm uh, choosing nice. songs that emphasize the positive. Um. Bruno Mars is is a one. These these are people that are well known. Just the way you are, because you're amazing. Just the way you are, and he goes on in that vein. Now there's there's a, a young artist, India Ari, A R I E, and she has a positive approach. Uh, a number of her songs are very positive, and one of them is beautiful. I want to go to beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Ah, nice. Um, Music is so important in their lives. It's so important because the teen, teenagers identify with it, and it affects our emotions. So we're not, you know, I'm going to give a mental concept, and they're going to get bored after a while, but we bring the music in, and they can feel the music, they can feel the energy, they can hear the words, they identify with, uh, with the artist. And so it has an emotional impact on them. And they have to be reached at that level, don't yeah. they? Yeah. At, on that note, we're going to go to break. Uh, this is Irene Conlon with my guest, Michael Lawrence, talking about self-esteem in teenage girls. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more. We're making it easier to listen to the World Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. best-selling authors find tantalizing new books learn the latest healthy living tips and be inspired to coach yourself to success on star style be the star you are every thursday from 3 to 4 p.m pacific time on world talk radio the oprah of the airwaves cynthia bryan and her health hero daughter heather Brittany fire up the airwaves with upbeat positive life-changing talk radio it's the power hour on star style be the star you are thursdays from 3 to 4 p.m pacific on the world talk radio variety channel come play with us the world talk radio variety channel
You are tuned in to the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest today, Michael Lawrence. We're talking about self-esteem with teen girls. Uh, Michael, tell people how they can reach you and how they can find your website. Yes, they can They can email me at um, Lawrence. That's M as in Mike, D as in David, Lawrence, L-A-W-R-I-E-N-C-E at msn.com and also I have a web uh, a blog a website uh, emotionalhealthtips.com and I have about a hundred articles on self-esteem healing codependency uh, healing the inner child and various other subjects and he also has a lot of articles on easing articles if you know if you want to go there to find some, and, and they're very good. You can find the information about how to reach him if you didn't get it on my website, but tell him again one more time how they can reach you, Michael. Yes. Um, at my email address is M as in Mike, D as in David, Lawrence, L-A-W-R, and there's an I, R-I-E-N-C-E, at msn.com. Thank you. And my books uh, are on Amazon also. And, and, you know, it's easy to get the Kindle. Don't let that intimidate you because it's on Kindle. It's easy to read. It's easy to get. Um, and if you have trouble, contact one of us and we'll walk you through it. Yeah. I, I think this book is that important. Um, you have some really great resources listed. Um, can you give us just a thumbnail about some of them, about I give, face? I can you know, give you, you a... Thumbnail, well, Gossip School is one, and, I, and it's escaped me what it's about, but if you just, uh, you know, put that into Google, Gossip School, um, and then there's About Face. Um, this this is helpful to girls to understand uh, media messages and um, what, they're, what they're really saying, what they're really about. Uh, Byron Katie, B. Y-R-O-N, Katie, K-A-T-I-E, um, has the four questions, which is helpful to teenage girls or... Anybody. <laughs> or anybody. Uh, basic four questions, which you can take any life situation and run, those, run through those questions uh, to get a better awareness of what's going on and to start to shift, uh, um, shift your awareness and your health. Byron, Byron Katie uh, was depressed for years and... Uh, a lot of emotional issues, and she turned her life around. Through and she has a technique. wonderful program. Yeah. Named and, The Work. Yeah, uh, it's called The Work. The Work. If and you just put Byron Katie or just put The Work in the Google work, search, and, and it'll come up with it. You'll find it. Yeah, and one last one, there's many, many uh, uh, great teen sites out there, is Teens Inc. I mean, Girls Inc. Girls Inc. Uh, I-N-C. And this is inspiring girls to meet their potential. And then we have the uh, ugly. The uh, ugly. <laughs> I mean, that's a really great website. It is. 
Yeah. How could they Google that? Is it U-G-L-I? Uh, U-G-L-Y dot org. Okay, ugly dot org, and that's an acronym. It doesn't mean you're ugly, um, but it gets your attention, and it's very, very well done. Yeah. Unique, gifted, lovable you. <laughs> yes, which yes. Is, which is the goal that we want for anyone, uh, girls, women, uh, boys, men that are struggling with self-esteem issues. Yeah, m- boys have their own struggles. They're just a little different, but basically, right. you know, down in, down underneath, they're still the same, and they hurt. Yeah, I was a boy well, one time, and yeah, <laughs> yeah I had a know, full experience of that. Yeah, I only had boys, and it was a surprise to me to see how incredibly vulnerable they they are. Sure, sure. and how they hurt. You know, right. the flip side of what girls are giggling about, boys are worrying about. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's, it's tough being a teen, especially these days. Big question, what can parents do to help their teen girls well, with their self-esteem? There, there's a lot of things, and I'm, I'm going to just go quickly over a, a, a couple of them, and then I'm going to focus on one. Um, um, praising them, um, for, uh, praising them, you know, for doing a good job, um, focusing on their good qualities, and uh, being a good role model. Uh, one of the things that some parents, men and women, may not be aware of is that if you criticize yourself, your teenager is going to pick up on that, and they may take it personally. If a mother says, oh, yeah, way too much, I'm too fat, I'm this, I'm that, and, and then a, and a teenage girl is going to be influenced by that. The biggest for me, and I've uh, assisted as a small group leader teaching uh, parents of teenage girls for over five years, um, three-day weekends on emotional growth for the parents, and the parents will talk about their daughters, and one of the tools, the parents get tools in these workshops, and one of the main tools is called activated listening, and I tell the parents, that if this is the only tool that you um, master and use this with your teenage daughter, this will turn your relationship around. In what way? Well, usually we listen. We don't listen. We, you know, we're with someone and and they're talking and we're waiting to talk. We're rehearsing our own speech. Right. Rather than listening to understand the other person, we listen to talk. Now, what the other person wants, the person that is talking, is that they just want you to get them, that you heard them, that you connected with them, and you validate them. I see you. I hear you. And so it's, if you're a, if you're a fixer and you want to fix the problem for your, for your teen, or you want to you know, scold them and tell them, no, no, that's not the way. It's not about agreeing with what they say. It's only listening, hearing what they say, acknowledging, yeah, I heard that. I yes, heard that. I hear that you heard that. That was really painful. It's, it's, I can, I can say this, but it's an actual skill that you have to practice and develop. And it's not that easy. It's not yeah. that easy, no, because we want to, men, we want to fix it. 
uh, women who want to say, oh, you poor thing, you know. Or, yeah, mothers don't want anybody to hurt. Right. <laughs> we want to spare them everything. Yeah, uh, but, it, the, you know, the reality is there's there's pain and there's hurt. You know? What about the careless little remarks that parents make? What kind of an influence does that have on a teen it, girl? It, you know, it, it can have a major influence, you know. Um, parents, you know, Parents try their best. Most parents really try their best. Uh, and it depends what kind of awareness we have about ourselves. And, um, you know, when we say things and we don't think anything about it, it can have a major impact on a teen. Uh, my example, my father didn't feel confident at all. And when I was studying in, in grade 12 for the exams, he, he made a remark, and he never even looked at me. He looked at my mother and said, that kid is going to go crazy with all the studying that he's doing. You know, oh. It's, <laughs> that has a major impact. You know, I didn't let it get, you know, it hurt. I didn't let it stop me. I kept going, you know. It, so it can be the slightest thing, like a father can say, yeah, you look a little overweight, you know, or you gained a little, didn't you gain a little bit or whatever. It, yeah, didn't you gain a little weight? Yeah, and he's just saying, yeah, I happen to observe you seem to be a little larger than you used to be, and it might be just very small. Then to the teenage, oh, God, that can be devastating because she wants to be this super thin model that she sees on, you know, in the movies and in the magazines. Yeah, they're so, so sensitive. <laughs> we have to be so aware. Michael, what's the final thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today if you had one thing you could share with them what would it be love yourself no uh, that's, uh, no, that's a, that's critical yeah. love yourself i'm going to say that self-esteem is a foundation which um is the foundation for everything you have good it's, self-esteem you're going to do better in school you're going to do better in your career you're going to be do better in your relationships you're going to take more risks to be successful if you don't have good self-esteem, you say you're gonna you're gonna just stop yourself. You say, "No, I can't do that. I'm not capable of doing that. I'm not gonna try that." And what's the one thing you would tell them to do if they could only pick one thing to do? What would you tell teen girls to do to improve their self-esteem? I would say Love do the themselves. mirror exercise and start writing in your journal your critical your critical thoughts, so you start to recognize them more and become more conscious of them. Wonderful, wonderful advice. Next week's guest is Jeff Foster, who's going to be discussing The Deepest Acceptance. His book is Deepest Acceptance, Radical Awakenings in Ordinary Life. He's going to be talking to us from Great Britain, so it should be um, interesting. Um, I look forward to that. Michael, thank you so much for being with us today. I hope all of the, the people who heard will contact you and get that help their daughters may need. Thank you, Irene. Thank you very much. So nice having you again. Thank this you. is Irene Conlon with my guest, Michael Lawrence, saying thank you for being with us today. We invite you to come back again next week to more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.